Darren in Massapequa. What's up, Darren? Hey, uh, Mike. What's uh, what's going on? There? What's happening? I wanted to speak about my uh, experience at the game today, at the Mets game. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was very disappointed they moved my kettle corn stand. They moved your kettle corn stand. They moved it yeah. where? They moved it where? Oh, I don't know. I was looking the full game for it, and now there's no Carvel. It's uh, Mr. Softy. They took out. They took out the kettle corn and put in what? Oh, it's a popcorn stand now. All right, and the and you, you're also objecting to what else? The ice cream? Yeah, they changed from Carvel to Mr. Softy. Oh, really? I mean, geez, in life's tough. I mean, I, I think you should have been consulted on both those moves. The first one, I'm not sure what the product was that you went to from. I'm not. I'm not uh, sure about from Mr. Softy and Carvel. Let's see. I didn't know Mr. Softy had stands. I thought just Carvel had stands. I didn't know Mr. Softy. I mean, Softy had trucks. I didn't know. I really, I can't answer to the to the uh, quality of of the either ice cream. This is marking out pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. If you have not figured it out yet, this is episode 165. It is our go home show to WrestleMania. I am your host, of course, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow my co-host, Dave, on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. How are you doing this fine Wednesday rainy evening? I am excited to record this podcast Morning. this week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready to record this podcast I am excited to talk about WrestleMania, everything going on in professional wrestling. Uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out, and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash out. You can also listen to all of our past episodes at markingout.com. Oh, and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and all that fun stuff. And uh, how are you doing, Brandon? Yes, how are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing awesome as always. Yeah. Does that seem forced? Uh, nah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, let's kick this WrestleMania edition of uh, Marking Out off with some fan comments and questions, shall we? Yes, let's do it. The first one's written in from Doug of Ring Rope Rebellion. Just wanted to let all the Marking Out and Ring Rope Rebellion fans that we will uh, know that we will be at almost everything starting Thursday for WrestleMania week. If anyone wants to come say hi, go say hi. Also, watch Ring of Honor on Friday. You may see a certain podcast t-shirt in the third row. Doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Doug. Ring Rope Rebellion. For everybody that don't know, you should go check them out. Go follow them. Go follow Doug at Half Blood Cajun as well. Make sure yeah. you uh, check them out on uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, and if you, uh, if you happen to go to Ring of Honor... Just make a, make a, I don't know, chant for Shelton Benjamin's mother. <laughs> He's not there anymore, is he? Uh, no. 
Uh, yeah, Ring Rope Rebellion at Ring Rope Rebel. So if you want to meet up with them, tweet them. They're all good people. Uh, next, we have a question comment from Jason Linick. Hey guys, another great episode last week. Just wanted to throw a WrestleMania prediction your way and see what you think. Daniel Bryan beats Triple H, but gets attacked post-match by Triple H. Bryan is laid out, and Triple H demands the title match starts now while Bryan is down. Match goes on, and Bryan recovers towards the end for the victory. Can we chime in now? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think that's good thought, but I don't think I don't think that's likely. I don't I think see it's it being more, back-to-back matches. Yeah, I don't see it being back-to-back matches, and I see it more being uh, one of those moments where Daniel Bryan's beat it up. The match starts later on in the night, like you still have a match in between the two, like one or two matches in between, and then Daniel Bryan comes uh, comes out to a huge eruption from the crowd. Um, I guess like a delayed. Uh, Entrance. I still have faith in uh, a, a fatal four-way. Yeah. Well, with uh, Triple H, Batista, Daniel Bryan, and uh, Randy Orton. the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason went on to say, I don't feel like WWE has hyped Mania as much as they could, but I'm excited nonetheless. Can't wait to hear your predictions. What are your thoughts on that train wreck of a Divas match? Too much of a mess to be a one-fall match? Well, I guess we could uh, go ahead and comment on that real fast. Um, I don't think WWE did as as well as they should have, hyping up WrestleMania. I agree to a point. I think that WWE did do a lot for, of promoting, especially with the network. And I do feel like they spent a little bit more time promoting the network than WrestleMania itself. Yeah, um, oh, I but, agree with that. But I think a big thing was they usually around this time send people to do like the Conan O'Brien show and all these talk shows, uh, like The Rock. You mean like John Cena and Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Being on every talk show? Oh, have they? I haven't Not late seen... night. They haven't been on late night, which disappointed me. I, I haven't they seen They should have sent any. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T on late night with... Jimmy Fallon or something like that. I, I think that they should have had someone doing the late night. But I think a big part of it... They were on like Kelly and Michael and they were on... Batista's not the same the draw of uh, attention as The Rock was last year or the past two years. Batista, I mean, it's not... I don't see anybody besides Cena being that guy that they could send out anywhere. Hogan. Yeah, Hogan too. Yeah. 100%. But they, but they haven't been, so... And if not Hogan, then they could have sent Miz. They could have sent Sheamus. I mean, it's and it's not like they haven't sent like Sheamus on Conan O'Brien before. I feel like they should have really stepped it up and sent some of these people out to do that those night shows. I mean, there's tons of people. They could have even sent... I mean, the Divas, when did they do Arsenio? They did I that. think that they should have aired that. How they recorded the... What is it? Uh, What's that show with uh, Joel McHale? Yeah, The Soup. Yeah. Wait, what is it? The, the soup. soup. I feel like that should have been aired... Uh, before WrestleMania, honestly, instead it, it's taped to air after WrestleMania. I think that is supposed to promote WrestleMania itself. Even if they like for something a show like uh, like a, a morning show, like uh, Kelly and Michael, they could have sent the Wyatts full in gimmick. I think it would be good. Like they used to have Warrior used to go on uh, Regis and Kathy Lee, all these wrestlers. Undertaker was uh, Andre in gimmick. the Giant, even all these in gimmick characters, but. Uh, Next up, Jason's... Oh, and the Divas match. 
Yeah, it's the Divas match, man. I, I have more I, to say about that when you we know, get to the actual world. I don't think it's going to be as much of a mess if the inexperienced wrestlers stay out of the experienced wrestlers' just, ways. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense it, at all. It does to a point to me because you do have to include the Total Divas because of the television show. They have to be on the card. So how are you going to – unless you do a, a Lumberjill match, Which it could a Battle been. Royal. It could have been a Lumberjill match. Or like a Survivor Series kind of a match, a 4-on-4 or 5-on-5. Not to skip ahead, the match that we saw on Monday should have happened at WrestleMania. I, I Naomi that, going over, being coming, becoming the new Divas champion. That could have been a WrestleMania match. And then Jason finishes up to say, as a sort of cheap plug – Pick up the new Ultimate Warrior DVD. I've been watching it, and I am really happy to see Warrior talk and relive his earlier career. Sure, he might be a bit of a nut job, but it's good to see him on the good graces of WWE again. Thanks, Jason, at Linick on Twitter. I, um, I, I'm i happy about this DVD for the fact that it's kind of like a redemption for our no, the self-destruction DVD. No, it isn't. He deserved that DVD. 100%. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't think he's a good wrestler. He's a terrible he's wrestler. He's not even good on promos. He just spurs out he's and a... spits out like random shit. Yeah. He um, had the energy. That was it. That's it. He had the gimmick. Yeah, the power of the ultimate warrior. His gimmick was everything. Uh, I mean, every young wrestling fan was a fan of his just for his gimmick. Yeah, and he's a knocking foot. Yeah, for sure. But uh, my DVD is on the way. I um, got it from WWE Shop. There you go. Uh, next comment is from Jasmine. Hey guys, thanks for another awesome podcast. This week, I'm really curious to hear what your predictions for WrestleMania on Sunday will be. I'm also really curious to hear what you guys have to say about the Go Home Raw this past Monday. I personally feel that the only part of the show that really excited me was the end of the show when Brian attacked Triple H. The way Brian pounced on Triple H sort of reminded me of Stone Cold and Vince way back when uh, they had their feud. Maybe that was just me. Anyway, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Thanks again at Reverse Animsage. Um, I guess we're going to talk about that entire attack and everything. I... I can see where you're talking about with the comparison to Austin and Vince, but it's on such a different level at the uh, same time. Uh, a way different level. Yeah, I, I can see the similarities, but it, on the other hand, it's on way because different Vince levels. Because Vince McMahon wasn't a, a worker. And I, I was thinking about that too because a lot of people are uh, saying they haven't seen a wrestler go get this over on a crowd since Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, they've been um, saying that since when? Since SummerSlam. Yeah, for so. a while. But... I and I just I can't get behind that still. Uh, that comment to me I feel like is is just it's true. I'm, I said it before. Andre Bruno, I mean Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold, John Cena. John Cena. Who's next? If it's not Daniel Bryan, then slap some biscuits on some gravy and call me a Southern fella. Really? What is that like? I don't know. Jeez. But hey, it's a t-shirt there. <laughs> what was that again? Slap biscuit gravy slap on some, me? No, slap some biscuits on some gravy 
and call me a southern fella, I think. Southern fella. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think any southern uh, person is called a fella. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, all right. This one, actually, this question on Twitter we could save uh, for when we do predictions. But we do have a question on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash marketout. Um, if you don't want to uh, leave a comment on the website, feel free, please, to tweet us a question or a comment. Um, or post it on our Facebook page. Uh, we'll be Even though this is our last episode of Marking Out Ever. Uh, we we forgot to tell you that, guys. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Kathy. April Kath- Fools. <laughs> this one's from Kathy. Just wanted to tell you guys to keep up the great work. Thank you very much. And this one is from Fritch1000. Follow him on Twitter at Fritch1000. How long has Dean Ambrose had the United States Championship for now? By the way, thanks for the link so I could uh, watch good old wrestling for free. Peace. Um, Dean Ambrose has held the title for over for 318 days as of now, I think. Maybe a little bit over. He is right at the current time number 10 on the all-time United States Championship list. Right behind The Miz, Nikita uh, Koloff, and the good old Chris Benoit. When does that bring us back to May? What do you mean? When did he win it? Uh, May 19th, 2013 at Extreme oh, Rules. Extreme Rules. Wow. Yeah, That's coming up Rules. soon. Um, do you think that he's going to... Go all the way? Well, all the way. You Go know, all He's not going to... Go all Let's the way. see. Number one is Lex Luger at 949. Yeah, uh, that's a different U.S. championship. Oh, uh, these are combined. Uh, these are... They're combining... Uh, like, that's clearly a different championship. If you scroll oh, yeah, up, no, it's a, scroll all the way up. Go, no, no, down. Go right there. The first person that he'd have to beat is Miz. No, Chris Benoit, 357. Why? No, but the thing is, that's all. Oh, no, no, MVP. MVP is 419. Yeah. In, in, no. It's, uh, no, Rick Rude is number one. It, 419. Oh, no, but Rick Rude, that's a different championship. Yeah, but MVP has two reigns under, under that belt. And how many does Benoit have? One? Benoit has five. five. So maybe... So if you're going with one consecutive... Uh, I don't know how run. long Miz's was or how long they it, were. Miz is two reigns. I don't know how um, long they each were. How long's the one reign for each person? Cesaro, 239. Let's see. We need Benoit. Go scroll all the way back uh, up. Miz is 224. Go to 2004. Here, MVP, 343. Did yeah, so then 343 is the one that he'll have to do. 343. So 343 for MVP... Um, I'm like, that's the only, like, I'm not counting anything past that. Like you're scrolling up too far. I don't think it's gonna, these aren't the U S championships from WWE. That's the thing. I these mean, are WCW this is US the history of, yeah. So that's not a, the same U S championship. No. So pretty much he has to beat the, uh, MVP at three forty-three. I think we said, and then if you want to include every, no, we're not including, I'm going to include, I'm not including WCW in the WWE up. championship. All right, well, to include, if we're including everybody, the United States Championship, going back to WCW, uh, Rick Rude has it for 419 days, and then uh, it would be, let's see, I think that's it. That's oh, stupid. no, no, Lex Luger at 523 days. That's like saying, oh, the tag team championships. Oh, that came from this, that, like, let's, oh, it's, it's information, dude. I'm going to give it's them not, the information. It's not the right information. If you're including every scene, everything, It's not it the is. same championship. It's not uh, the same championship. Whatever. 
It's it's not. Okay, it's not. I know that. So you can't include WCW so history they, on a WWE championship. So why are they? I'm just, it's a. I'm saying overall, United States champion. That's overall. Like, okay, let's see. Let's go to the tag team. Overall, champions. let's see your tag United team United States champions. champion. I'm not. I'm not saying specifically WWE, WCW. I'm saying overall. So let's go to overall world heavyweight champion. No, I'm good. Like, I'm not pulling it sense? up. You can pull it that up. It makes if you no want. sense. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the week of WrestleMania. All right, all right. Okay. We're, all right, we're going to start off with on April 3rd, which is th- uh, Thursday. Yeah. Right? Thursday at 8 p.m., Evolve 28 is going to be taking place. Uh, you're going to see Chris Hero, the Evolve champion, taking on Trent Beretta. Which should be a great match. Yeah, and Trent's going to be at uh, have uh, Mr. A and Sue Young at uh, ringside. So Trent Beretta kind of having the... Card stacked in his favor. Is Tony Nice down there too for Dragon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're they're in a little. No, I know that. Now. That's why I asked. If, yeah, know. it's Trent Beretta, Caleb Conley, Tony Nice, Mister A, and Sue Young. Are uh, they, they they go by the Dude Busters or no? No. Oh no. Um, and then you're gonna have Johnny Gargano. Uh, they open the Freedom Gate champion in a non-title match versus Rich uh, Swan, and you'll have Rick, Ricochet taking on Tony Nice later in that night. Uh, not in a in a non-title match. Open the Dream Gate. Um, so that is you can go check out DGUSA.tv for more Evolve Twenty Eight information. That's on the third. Uh, later on that night, uh, you also have an evening with Jim Ross at the House of Blues. House of Blues. That should be going on at nine thirty p.m. So go check out thehouseofblues.com. Um, yeah, I think could, that's you could meet Jim Ross too if you buy the package and everything. Or yeah, there's a they have a VIP package and I think it's like a Q and A session and then uh, no no it's I'm like I'm not too sure what it really. Jim uh, Ross tells stories I believe from his past, which saw so I, I saw somebody ask him if the show in New Orleans is going to be the same one as that they saw in New York. Jim said no, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same exact show. All right. And he doesn't, from what I I understand, he's not getting into the, the shit that we really want to hear. All right. So like he's been working, he worked for WWE for so many years, hiring, firing, and whatnot, but he's just going to talk about old school He's going to play stuff. politics. Like, yeah, obviously. He he's doesn't want to step safe. on, yeah. yeah, even though he's quote unquote retired from WWE, he's he doesn't still... want to step on any. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's everything on the third. You have Evolve 28 and an evening with Jim Ross at the House of Blues. So now moving on to April 4th, you have the Mid-South Legends Fan Fest. Uh, you can go check out midsouthlegends.com. Uh, that's going to take place. Um, I don't have a time written down. But you can see Jim Cornette, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, Kamala, Bill, Bill Watts, um, all the past Mid-South wrestling uh, wrestlers and managers. So if you're interested in that, go check it out, midsouthlegends.com. You'll also have on the 4th, you'll have Dragon Gate USA open the Ultimate Gate 2014 at 8 p.m. I highly suggest if you're going to go to some wrestling events, check out at least one of the Dragon Gate USA events. Um, That was when we went to WrestleMania in Miami. That was my favorite event to go to. Why was it your favorite event though? Just because the energy of it, plus it was my first Dragon Gate event, and being a fan of that... Uh, Your only Dragon Gate event? Y- yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first and only. Uh, but I, I like that style, where it's technical, it's fast-paced, high-flying. The only thing that um, I was really happy there to see was 
was uh, Samurai Del Sol and El Generico. Well, even now, I mean, you still got to, you got to see Pac wrestle before Neville. I mean, there was still, I guess, like I don't remember that. Though. But you still enjoyed yourself. No, You're not, I thought back at, back then you said that you you still oh because <laughs> okay Brandon didn't enjoy himself because one of the wrestlers yeah, uh, BXP Hulk Fuck yeah you. BXP it's Hulk your fault, bro. on his entrance he spits out like uh, blood or whatever his got mist all is. over my red my white yeah, shirt got all over Brandon so <laughs> since then I was dying how laughing. are you gonna spit on a fan like how that's disgusting it wasn't like an intentional spit but it I got was the an fuck up spit. I walked out and I sat on a couch listening to music it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, at open the and I watched all the young girls who were in like a oh they I had think, a prom there yeah I think it was a prom yeah they, they had, had a prom I, I watched all the young was, girls going up to the like guys like uh, David Hart Smith and like that's funny oh my god you're so cute <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so open the ultimate gate you're gonna have Johnny Gargano defend his championship against Ricochet who is actually I think. Ricochet and Gargano are both champions. I don't know if both have the titles on the line or if it's not a title match. Um, you're also going to have the Bravados and Tag Team Champions taking on Tony Nese and Caleb Connolly. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, you'll also have Chris Hero in a non-title match against Masato Tanaka. Which is going to be pr- pretty cool. Yeah, I, I would like bad, to see bad that. Battle of the uh, Elbows, I guess. Um, Low-key ver- low making his oh, return dude. to professional wrestling. He should have um, stayed retired. <laughs> he, he what? He retired two years ago, I think. Uh, two years ago, I think. Uh, low key retired. I guess now he's coming out of retirement for the uh, for wrestle for WrestleMania weekend, and then who knows how long he's going to be around for. Well, we we already know um, he has that match scheduled for Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Yeah. Uh, so Loki is going to be taking on Trent Beretta. That should be an awesome match. Yeah. Um, Air Fox. If that's happened. I'm like not in, too sure. In uh, WWE or FCW. I'm not too sure. Uh, you also have AR Fox taking on Mr. A, which I, I'm i a big fan of Mr. A. I think a lot of us are. Yeah. So we support him, and I think that's going to be a very good match. Um, also on the fourth, you're going to have – this is an early event at 3 p.m. You'll have a wrestling odyssey where you're going to have Drew Gulak in, in action, uh, Eva Lee, Trent Beretta. Pretty much the the independent champions. Uh, you have CZW, Shine, and Full Impact Pro represented, and a few other things. So you can get go check that out. Full Impact Pro, yeah, is based where? I am unsure. I thought that I was, think Florida. Oh, okay. I, I thought think, they were a. Uh, I thought it was a New York. No, I, I think they're based in Florida. I was gonna say they took their stuff from New York and went down to Louisiana. Louisiana? No. Um. Later on that night, in addition to that event on the 4th, you're also going to have Ring of Honor at 9 p.m., Supercard of Honor 8. So at that event, you're going to have Adam Cole defending his championship against Jay Briscoe in a ladder war in ladder war 5. You'll have Kevin Steen versus Michael Elgin, where the winner faces Okada at War of the Worlds. Um, and uh, Tommaso Ciampa defending his TV championship against Jay Lethal in a 2 out of 3 falls match. So nothing, nothing cool. I I think Ladder War Five and Elgin Steen is are both good matches. Yeah, last year and, we had we had Landstorm. Last yeah. year we had that El Generico Kevin Steen. Um, just gonna say I think with the winner facing Okada two that, years ago. Sorry, two years yeah. ago. I was gonna say how weird is that that last year we saw them, but it was two years ago yeah, too. Um, I kind of think Okada is going to be there for this Ring of Honor event. 
Um, because uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, I guess skipping a day, but New Japan Pro Wrestling on the 6th, the same day as WrestleMania, um, I'm unsure if this is going to be like 3 a.m. Uh, so, probably yeah, is. I think it's going to be like 3 a.m. So you can still watch it if you want to IP-per-view it. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Invasion Attack 2014. You'll have Young Bucks defending their championship against uh, El Desperado and Kota Ibushi. They're going to be in Japan, not down in the yeah. Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. So this way, if you if you think you're going to go to WrestleCon, make sure you're checking out the New Japan stuff and because you'll see who's obviously not going to be there. The Young Bucks are defending their championship overseas. Also, you're going to have Tanahashi def- uh, defending oh, well, his... No, they could still be there. It's plausible if you're there on the if if you're on the fourth or you whatever, can. fourth third or I don't fourth, know about you can the time the, difference. The you can make like the distance. what is it twenty four hour flight? I Who can't knows? comment. I don't know. Uh, Tanahashi defending his Intercontinental Championship Seppo? against Nakamura, but yeah, Okada, the IWGP champion, is not booked on that card. So that leads me to think that he may be at Ring of Honor to have a little stare down with the winner of Steam versus Elgin. Uh, just to roll, keep the ball rolling, on April 5th, you, you could have at 3 p.m., you could also go see Shimmer Volume 62, where the champion, cheerleader Melissa, takes on Lufisto in a 2 out of 3 falls match, 90-minute time limit. Um, you'll also see Veda Scott, Candice LeRae, and a ton more at that event. Um, oh, shoots. On the 4th, I passed over. On the 4th, at 11.55 p.m., you have Kaiju Big Battle. Trouble, uh, little trouble and big yeah, easy. You could have skipped it. Eh, that's fun if you're like wasted. I think wasted or on some sort of drugs, which we do not condone. Um, I mean, drunk, I guess. But uh, yeah. Um, also on the fifth, you have Dragon Gate Mercury Rising 2014 Gargano versus Loki. And usually Mercury Rising, you have a six-man tag team tournament. Uh, this year, you're gonna see Trent Beretta. Oh, I mean, to- six-man tag tournament. It's like. You have uh, three matches of a six, three initial six-man tag matches. Then the winners. You saw that. I think we went to open the uh, open the ultimate gate last year. Sure. Um, yeah. Oh. So you're gonna have Trent Beretta, Tony Nese, and Caleb Connolly versus the Gentlemen's Club. You'll also have Chris Hero, Strong, and Tanaka versus Ricochet, Swan, and Ar Fox, and Bravado's Moose versus Dorado Fire and a Green Ant. So, honestly, I love this card just for the fact that it's Tony Nese and Beretta getting booked. Yeah. I mean, I think that wherever you have Beretta and Nice booked, you're guaranteed to have good matches. Well, um, no, you're guaranteed to have a good match or two good matches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, not to take away from anybody else. No, to take I mean, everything sure away from everybody else. Yeah, says Brandon. <laughs> I don't condone anything that Brandon uh, uh, what says. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Brandon? Don't take it off. Don't try um, and play like you're not David right now. And then on Ring of uh, Ring of Honor on April fifth at two p.m., you'll have they'll be having a TV taping where you'll see Cole, uh, Adam Cole, Jeff Hardy, and Michael Bennett versus Kevin Steen and the Briscoes. You'll have whoever the TV champion is from the night before versus Roderick Strong. Um, also on that day, you're gonna have at WrestleCon. Yes, now we're moving on to WrestleCon. I was gonna say you could go to not. I, I was gonna say you cannot go to WrestleCon. Why? I, it's just uh, well, rub me the wrong way. All right, pricing uh, wise, everything. Just I don't understand. Well, they're gonna have an ind- their own independent show, APM on the fifth, where they're gonna have Psycho Sid, Sid Vicious versus Doug Gilbert. So if you want to see Kev- Psycho Sid, 
head on over to WrestleCon. Or if you don't, don't go to WrestleCon. <laughs> um, you'll have Kevin Steen versus Masato Tanaka, Jeff Jarrett versus Colt Cabana. Um, you'll have bad influence in an invitational match where I think Steiner Brothers are going to accept that challenge. I think you're going to see Steiner Brothers versus bad influence. Uh, you'll see Chris Hero versus Drew Gulak versus Michael Elgin and a ton more. Um, yeah. Throughout the entire day, I think starting on the 5th, yeah, it was. I believe so. I mean, there's you could. Mickey James has a live concert. She's doing that at two thirty. Uh, Cole Cabana has the live Art of Wrestling podcast with. Uh, I think it's is Marty there, and I don't. He doesn't have any guests announced. Compton, I could have sworn there. Marty has his own show that he's going to be recording. I could have sworn it was those two and then no. somebody else. Yeah, Kevin Steen. They're all Kevin doing, Steen and Compton. They're all doing their own shows though. What do you mean? Kevin Steen is recording the Kevin Steen show. Cole Cabana is doing the art of wrestling, and Marty DeRosa has not the art, not wrestling with depression. He's doing another uh, recording, another show live at the same time. The all different time frames. I think all I'm different time frames. They're on the show. Yeah, no, they're all, but they're oh, all. He's doing Mardi Gras variety comedy show at seven p.m. Yeah, they're all different. I mean, it's I would, a really clever name. If you're listening to this, Mister DeRosa, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they do have appearances on each other's shows, but. Uh, they are hosting their own. Um, oh, look at that. The $5 Wrestling Live Hall of Fame after party. <laughs> yeah, Definitely, I, I would say go to that. Yeah, I forgot to mention $5 Wrestling. That's the it's same thing we saw, right? It's not, yeah, it's not same the thing. matches. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's the same thing. Because uh, last year they watching. had matches afterwards. Or they oh, had, did they? No, I don't know, actually. I don't yeah, think they after did. the Hall of Fame, they had that. Everyone was like, oh my God, Freight Train and so and so had like the best oh, match. Oh, Eugene. I Eugene? think Freight Train versus Eugene was the nah, big I one. I think it was Freight Train and uh, Big Donnie S- Scout. What's his name? Scout? Yeah. The, the oh, Jake Manning. I think so. I'm not sure. I'm not, not sure. I'm not sure too. You're also going to have at Russell Kong a Q and A with uh, Goldberg. Uh, I think Brandon already mentioned, but a uh, trivia with Matt Stryker. I didn't mention um, trivia with well, Matt. Well, I'll mention it then. Trivia <laughs> with Matt Stryker. Uh, throughout the few days, what uh, April fifth to April sixth, I think. Jesus Christ! At WrestleCon, yeah, they have a lot announced. Yeah, for it. Sunday you have the live Kevin Steen show. You have live Old School with Steve Carino. What do you got? You got wrestling trivia with Matt Stryker. Then you have the Countdown to Mania hosted by Marty DeRosa. With you have enter- entertainment at an outdoor stage, which I think that they're bringing in. They have an open invite, I think, to any uh, blues bands uh, to be playing the event. You're you also going to... You have, for all you uh, wrestling... Is this safe to say... What? Perverts. You have a thing called ring shots. <laughs> the uh, ladies of wrestling in their wrestling attire taking deluxe photos uh, with people. Yeah, a, I think it's safe to save, uh, say that <laughs> for all the uh, pervs out there. Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, I don't think that they're going to have any photo ops with anybody under the covers. So, if um, you're, But if you're looking to... Maybe Photoshop yourself in there with, like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but WrestleCon is going to be taking place at the Sugar Mill. Go check out WrestleCon.com for any more information that you'd like. They also have some hotel, uh, very good hotel deals on the website. If you haven't booked your hotel for New Orleans yet, um, they do have, I think, at three different hotels, uh, Holiday Inn and a few others. Uh, I think it's like $139 for the booking. So if you and a couple of friends want to go in on a hotel room, go check out whatever discounts and deals that they have. Um, and that's pretty much all we have for the entire WrestleMania weekend besides the big uh, granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy of them all. 
Um, I wonder how this yeah. sugar milk place looks. It looked pretty cool. I was looking at it. They have like an outdoor setting. Um, there's pictures on there. You'll see. But yeah, so that's WrestleMania weekend. You can also go check out uh, WWE, I think, has their own site. It's called NOLA, N-O-L-A, WrestleMania.com. NOLA is short for I know. New Orleans, uh, but Louisiana. Thank you. Just in case you didn't know that. Thank you. Um, but they're gonna, they have a lot of uh, attractions. They have a lot of attractions on that website. And I think they may have hotel deals as well. So go check that out. Um, but if you're attending WrestleMania weekend, tweet us what you're doing. Bring a marking out sign, damn it. Damn it? Yeah, I didn't want to curse. Oh, uh, I'll curse for you, <laughs> damn it. Uh, yeah. Not that I think damn is a curse. Uh, damn. Bring, bring a WrestleMania sign. If you get a WrestleMania. No, bring a marking out sign. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare bring a WrestleMania sign. If you promote the show that you are at, how dare you? <laughs> I'm at WrestleMania, Fred. Uh, <laughs> Fred? Yeah. Um, I, I don't if, want to curse. If anybody brings a WrestleMania. Uh, what's it again? A marking out sign and gets it on like uh, WrestleMania TV. Uh, it's not TV. The, the actual WrestleMania. If you get it on WrestleMania, I think that will be the markout mode of the year. If you bring a sign to the WWE Hall of Fame this year and says that that says marking out in Duck Backland again, and that gets on the show, I will give you a shout out, whatever. And on the reverse side, have a marking out sign. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, take if you want, tweet us your pictures, tweet us what you're doing, what you're up to. Um, if you're going to go out drinking, if oh, you're drunk in a jacuzzi, let us know. Yeah. Why not? Let us know what fun you're having down there. Cause New Orleans, it's gotta be you, bourbon street. It's gotta be crazy. Don't talk like, you know, I don't, I eat just, some beignets, whatever, whatever they're beignets? called. Beignets? Yeah. The, the fried dough. Oh, have some crawfish. Quarter. Um, yeah, but have fun. If you're going to drink and go crazy, be responsible. Don't drink and drive. Don't get into any fights. Don't start fights. Don't get into any. Don't get arrested. Don't do dumb shit. Have fun. Everybody else is down there to have fun as well. Uh, but if, it's wrestling, so yeah. If someone talks back to you or tries to step up to you, be relaxed. Yeah. So if Dean Ambrose comes in your face and starts talking about how you you killed a lot of his friends and everything, just just ignore him. Just like in Roadhouse, uh, rule number three: be nice. Don't talk about. Oh, that's Fight Club? Yeah, Fight Club. What's um, Ro- what was the movie? Roadhouse? Yes. Uh, yeah, so, but have fun, most of all. Uh, promote marketing out while you're down there. Yeah. If you're in the Virginia area, also go check out the Wrestling and Watching Club uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, it is going to be, ta- they're going to be watching WrestleMania at Bailey Sports Grill. It's going to be a $5 admission fee. If you have any questions, go tweet them at RichmondWWC. Um, all right, so jumping ahead, that's WrestleMania weekend besides WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll get to the Hall of Fame. We'll get to WrestleMania. We'll get to yeah. access and everything. We'll get to all of that. The next segment. Um, we're going to finish off with some independent wrestling shows coming up in the upcoming uh, week for next Friday, Saturday. Um, next, uh, I think it's Friday. Is no, it Saturday. It's a Saturday. Saturday. Next Saturday, CCW Best of the Best Eight. Best of the Best Eight in Voorhees, New Jersey. You're going to be seeing Shane Strickland, the CCW Wire Champion, taking on Devin Moore in a ladder match. I could already see Devin Moore doing a, that shooting, shooting star, star press off press, the yeah. ladder. 
I'd mark out for that if I was there. <laughs> uh, Drake, you're going to see a bunch of... It's kind of like a, a tournament-style match to find out who's the best of the best. Kind of like the marking out championship that gets defended every single freaking week in a title tournament yeah. match. Who's current champion? Current champion is... is uh, Frick. <laughs> who's the current champion from marking out? Oh, Dallas lost it to Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins is the new champion. Um, Not all right, so... So at this uh, CCW Best of the Best, uh, some of these wrestlers include Drake Younger, the Greek god Papadon, Andrew Everett, A.R. Fox, Azrael, Chuck Taylor, and a few others. Go check that out. It should be a very good event, CCWWrestling.com. Um, jumping ahead today, on April 13th, Sunday, you're going to have On Point Wrestling uh Upright Wrestling presents awareness for cerebral palsy with Gregory Iron. This is going to be taking place in Springfield, Pennsylvania. Uh, you can go check out their Facebook.com account. Uh, I think it's slash on point wrestling. Um, you can go check them out on Twitter. You're going to be seeing uh, Gregory Iron tag. Uh, I can't. Sorry. Gregory Iron tag up with Matt Tremont in a tag team match. You're going to see a bunch of tag team gauntlet matches. And a ton more. And like I said, it's pretty much for cerebral palsy awareness. And it's definitely a good cause. So go check that out. Um, also, uh, for good causes, on April 13th in Garfield, New Jersey, at the Garfield Boys and Girls Club, uh, there will be a Scott Epstein Memorial event where all proceeds go to the Epstein family. For those that don't know, Scott Epstein was uh, a longtime promoter. No, vendor. Vendor, vendor. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, vendor for wrestling events. So yeah, and he worked at Camp Coleman. Yeah, uh, local. He's a local Long Islander. So um, you, did I mention this was Pro Wrestling Syndicate? I'm not sure. I forget. Yeah, so it's PWS. Uh, you'll see people like Ivan Koloff, Rocky Johnson, um, some matches that are going to be there. You'll see uh, Tony Atlas taking on the Goon. I'll be honest, I don't see that match being anything, anything worth seeing. Uh, I mean, it's worth meeting Tony Atlas. The Goon, I could give two shits for. Um, well, yeah. You're also going to see now this match I could see: <laughs> Bonesaw versus Jay Lethal. Uh, Bonesaw, the current PWS Heavyweight Champion. Uh, take it on Jay Lethal. We'll have a four-on-four -four war match. Uh, Tommy Dreamer teaming up with Lance Anawahi and Black Hollywood to take on Dan Moff, Mario Bocara, Matt McIntosh, and Brian XL. You're going to see a ton more. Devin Moore taking on Kyle Reynolds, which we have seen in the past. They have uh, duked it out. And they put on really one hell of a match. You'll see Kevin Matthews taking on Low Life, Louis Ramos, yep. and there's so much more. Yeah, big O, Nicole Bass is going to be there. I mean, come on now. Who doesn't want to meet Nicole Bass? I think everybody does. Now, if you're going to take a picture with Under the Covers, that is one person you want to take a picture of Under the Covers with. Am <laughs> I wrong or am I wrong? I think you are wrong. Me too. Uh, we'll also be seeing another four-on-four -four match. Uh, Craig Steele, Craven Varro, and the Lone Rangers teaming up to take on GMC, Fala, and the Heavenly Bodies. Um, also, there's another four-on-four -four match. Um, the Drunken Swashbuckler will be teaming up with Starman, Little Mac, and Wildman 
to take on Cobra Commander, Prince of Aesthetics Damien Gibbs, the Lifeguard, and King Hippo. Uh, yeah, don't. And this entire event is going to be hosted by Bill Apter. Uh, I guess he definitely is a future WWE Hall of Famer. I don't in know my eyes, that. I think so. I don't know. I think he I should think be. I think Nicole Bass is refereeing Missy Sampson's match. I am unsure. I'm almost, I think that's what it might be. But go check out ProWrestlingSyndicate.com for more information. The meet and greet is going to be taking on, uh, place at 11 a.m. Yeah. And the live wrestling starts at 12 p.m. Uh, there's a suggested cash donation of $20, all proceeds being towards the Epstein family, as Brandon mentioned before. Um, yeah. If you have, I guess, more questions or more you want more information, you can go to ProWrestlingSyndicate.com, Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingSyndicate, and uh, you can go on Twitter at ProRes, W-R-E-S, or no, W-R-E Syndicate. Sorry about that. Pro-Re Syndicate. And now, before we get on to WWE and everything, uh, we're going to have something that I like to call an informational interlude. Yes, we have with us Todd of Phil Singer Games. They are the creators of Champions of the Galaxy card game. Um, it's a sci-fi sci pro wrestling uh, card game where you, as the card player, it serves as the promoter. Yeah, it's set 100 years in the future. Yes, um, you create your own storylines. And the card game itself came out in 1986. Yes, uh, you have a ton of wrestlers... And a ton of uh, diverse gimmicks. Yes. Uh, they actually have a Kickstarter page where they're trying to make this uh, this card game a reality. That's right. They're trying to put on a live event, Champions of the Galaxy. They have a Kickstarter, uh, which you can go check out and search, Champions of the Galaxy, the live event. And it's it, it, it ends on April 6th at 12.05 a.m. They so are there's almost, basically three days left. Yes, and they are almost at their uh, goal. They're just shy of like $900 or uh, something. Just to inform you a little bit, your funds are going to go towards paying the talent, uh, costume designs, uh, props, etc., etc. You can go check out their Kickstarter page to see some of the really awesome stuff that you can get for donating, uh, including a live event poster, t-shirts, a DVD documentary, uh, the game itself. So go check it out. It should be a lot of fun, very interesting. Um, it's going to be awesome. So yeah. go check it out. And here's Todd. Yeah, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hi there, Marking Out fans. This is Todd from Philsinger Games. For those not familiar with Philsinger Games, we create pro wrestling collectible card games. Our game cards each feature amazing artwork on the front and custom moves and stats on the back for each wrestler. You can run any kind of match you like, like a tag team, steel cage, ladder match, and more. And you can play against others or act as the booker of your own promotion and play the matches yourself. We produce uh, the official games for Ring of Honor, Chikara, Evolve, CZW, and Shimmer. Our Legends of Wrestling line features many all-time greats like Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, and Brian Danielson, WWE's Daniel Bryan. Our longest-running game line is our science fiction and wrestling hybrid Champions of the Galaxy, which has been producing new game editions for the past 25 years. We are thrilled to announce that this summer the characters from Champions of the Galaxy will be coming to life for the first time in a special live event. We are putting on a wrestling show set 100 years in the future, starring some of the best independent wrestling talent today, including Dragon Gate USA's Chuck Taylor and CZW's Alex Reynolds. This event itself will be taking place on July 11th in Jamestown, New York. We are running a Kickstarter campaign that runs until this Saturday, April 5th. The campaign will help us pay for costumes, special effects, video production, and more. Plus, if you contribute, there are a number of unique rewards you can get, including a video copy of the event itself. 
To check out our Kickstarter, go to championsofthegalaxy.com or Google Champions of the Galaxy Kickstarter. For more information about Filsinger Games, go to filsingergames.com or follow us on Twitter, at filsingergames. Thank you. Yeah, so go check out their uh, Kickstarter page. Go support them. You can go follow them on uh, Twitter, Filsinger Games. That's F I L S I N G E R G A M E S. Thank you. Uh, May you I have go, another? You can also go check out PhilSingerGames.com. So go support them. Uh, it's a good cause and it's awesome stuff. Did you know where that was from? The May yes, I, have I got it. Okay. Uh, so moving on to our WWE talk. Stock? Yeah. Okay, that's new. <laughs> How about um, WWE SmackDown from last week? Do you want to kick off with the beds? Sure, okay. Let's kick it off with the beds. Uh, there was a Batista promo, uh, basically about him walking out of WrestleMania as champion. And how people boo him but cheer Daniel Bryan and how it's not right, how it doesn't make sense. He ran down Triple H. He ran down Randy Orton as well. Triple H came down and Batista continued to run Triple H down. It's just boring and it's just, it's so forced to me. It's stupid bullshit. Uh, uh, we also had Sin Cara defeating Damian Sandow. Uh, yeah, Sandow pretty much had the offense the entire match and then Sin Cara picking up a quick victory. Yeah, the match was under a minute, but Sin Cara looked good in it, I guess. It was pretty much to promote the Scooby-Doo movie. And let me reiterate from last week, Damian Sandow deserves better. Uh, we also had Santino and Emma on a, like, not date. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Santino was trying to tell Emma that he likes her, and she kept calling him her friend. Friend zone, bitch! The segment would have been funny if it didn't include Emma's career going down the toilet. Yeah. In my opinion, at least, I thought it was, like... How are you going to push Emma and then like all of a sudden, oh, let's leave her off for all. Let's leave her off for all. Let's have her on this. Let's do this. And then let's say, let's film a segment with Santino. About well, she's more of a kid's gimmick anyway. Yeah. Her gimmick but... is to get over with the kids. Uh, she is the female uh, Santino in a certain way. Yeah, I see it. So um, let's go into the middles. Seamus defeated Batista. Yeah, by DQ. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Sheamus because Batista can't deliver. But, um, uh, yeah, but it was, it was... I mean, I do have to give uh, Batista the credit again. Uh, he's been wrestling yeah, on... Yeah, yeah he's been wrestling on Raw and SmackDown on a weekly basis, which is more than even what The Rock did yeah. when he was promoting WrestleMania. At one point, they cut to Triple H backstage watching it, and he must have been thinking to himself, like, wow, how the hell is Batista back? Yeah, uh, we also had. <laughs> and I, I was gonna say that Batista caused the DQ by attacking Sheamus with a chair for some stupid reason. Yeah, which I think just continues to make Batista look weak because he couldn't defeat Sheamus fairly. Yeah, uh, we also had the Bella Twins defeating AJ and Tamina. Um, the this, Bella Twins look really good in this match. I hate the fact that there's always that spot in the match where Tamina throws her jacket at her opponent. If you're going to take off your jacket and throw it at your opponent, why are you going to wear the jacket to begin with? Why not? Like, I just think it's a... I'm not a he fan of this hand. spot. Hogan used to do it too. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this spot. But, um, uh, AJ, there was a part where AJ and Tamina weren't on the same page where AJ started yelling at Tamina. Yeah, that's Tamina shoved that, her down. Yeah, that caused... That was the end of the match, basically. Yeah, Tamina costing AJ the match. Uh, safe to say. Well, AJ causing AJ the match. 
Yeah. Should have gotten AJ screwed like AJ. Uh, Boy, you had, did she. You had Jack Swagger defeating Jimmy Uso. This match was too quick for it to have even meant something to me. Every but time I see it, the... It wasn't bad. Every time I see Jimmy or Jay Uso in the ring, I, all I see is Lance Onawahi uh, in the WWE ring. Both of them went out and got tattoos, new tattoos. No, I did not. Chest tattoos. I didn't notice. All these Samoans have that. The Rock has that. Yeah. Now the Usos have it. They're different, of course, but... I kind of wish I was Samoan to a point. Like, they have, they're so, like, uh, huge with tra- uh, tradition and family. No, so and it's Jews. just... <laughs> <laughs> Tradition, tradition. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's going to know what that is. There has to be some out there. Uh, Mark Henry defeated The Miz. Uh, this was a match. The I match mean, was, really... was a longer short match, but it just had no fan energy and yeah. almost zero fan act. Uh, yeah, almost zero fan act. In, in, what the fuck? Almost zero fan interaction makes for a dull match. I think overall it was a dull match as what they were putting forth in that ring as well. I think the main reason, the main thing to take out of this is that The Miz took, uh, knocked Mark Henry over the top rope and got him to the outside of the ring. I think that is the big thing to take out of it because he shows that The Miz is able to do that in the WrestleMania Battle Royal. Yeah. So I think that's the, uh, even though Mark Henry picked up the victory, I think that's the even bigger thing of the, the match. Um, moving on to the goods? Yes, let's move on to the goods. Did you get scared before we move on? No. Okay. Uh, the Shield defeated a three-man band, <laughs> which I, I always am excited to see three-man band in any match. Yeah, it was Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and uh, Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not to... See, uh, you got it. What? No, I mean... What are you thinking? It's what? good that we're seeing more of three-man band as of late yeah but like i mean it's not like a lot of three-man band as much as i would like is what i'm trying to say but you know it's not squash matches either they're still getting they're getting offense in there um and they're showing that they are they do have potential and i think that that's exactly what vince and other uh people backstage are seeing with by giving them these uh quick uh quickish matches they're seeing what they do uh, offer at the table. I think McIntyre was kind of a bit iffy in this match. Mahal, Mahal is looking really good. Like there was a few missteps here and there with with Drew, but the, I mean, I'm I'm not taking that away from him. I like that Dean Ambrose is doing uh, that uh, jawbreaker lariat that Nigel McGuinness used to do. I think it may be a little um, uh, in honor of that he does it in honor or to tribute. Uh, I don't know of? what is it in ring of. In ring of yeah, you said honor of him. Yeah, in honor of Nigel McGuinness, like intri- like I don't know how to word it, but he I think he's doing it because of Nigel McGuinness. Uh, Kane and the New Age Outlaws came out and announced that the Shield will. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. After the match, yeah, <laughs> yeah. After the match, Kane and the Outlaws came out and said that the Shield will have to take on Ry Baxel next. Uh, so let's go on to that match. Which led to the Shield defeating Ryback. Baxel. Yeah. I was, it was cool seeing Rollins hit the blockbuster. Why was that cool? I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big mark for the blockbuster. Oh my god, Buff Bagwell! Hey, that was my one of my finishers in uh, WTW. Don't call it a finisher. It was a finisher. Who did ever finish off? No, don't say it. 
Uh, <laughs> I was certainly okay with watching the Shield wrestle back to back matches, though. Yeah, it's always it's it's good. I mean, both matches were like five minute matches, but it was fun and entertaining. Right back, nail, uh, getting hit with the triple power bomb. Yeah, after the match, um, you also had New Age Outlaws and Kane at the stage once again, uh, watching from afar. Yeah. So said said at, that at a bird's eye view if you're Kane. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Right? That's what no. that, he said that or was that Maddox? No, uh, Kane said that, but Bird's Eye View, they said that when they were actually like legit Yeah, at well, ringside. it's just, it's they're still ringside. Come on. How they were at the stage. 500 feet is you're, still you're, ringside. You have more Come of on. a Bird's Eye View at the stage than when you're at ringside. Yeah, not really. You're um, equal distance. Not equal distance. What are you talking about over there? You're if you're sitting no. if you're sitting down if or you're sitting, standing if, on the stage if there's you're no sitting, If you're sitting at commentary, you're closer to the ring than at the stage. Yeah, but I mean, bird's eye view. You have to be if if you have to be in the upper. If decks. you got a twenty dollar ticket, then you're bird's eye view almost. Yeah, uh, you have Fandango defeating Goldust. Fandango defeated Goldust. Summer Ray prevented Goldust from uh, getting in the ring in time to get the upper hand on Fandango. And yeah, Fandango this, picked up the victory. Yeah, this time she actually helped Fandango. Yeah, so it makes it very interesting to see Fandango and Summer Rae, what's going on with them. Yeah, and then uh, I guess to close off our SmackDown talk, we had Bray Wyatt defeating Big Show. Uh, uh, this show, this match did nothing for me. Really? Yeah. I thought it was, it was, well, it was interesting to see Bray Wyatt go up against someone as big as Big Show. Um, I know Big Show had most of the offense, but Bray getting the offense on Big Show... To me, I think at least made him kind of look like a monster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Eric Rowan caused a distraction where Luke Harper hit him with the big boot, helping Bray out. But just to see Bray Wyatt hit that sister Abigail on Big Show to end the match. Yeah. It was Um, cool. Before we move on to Raw, let's toss in uh, Total Divas real quick. Um, Summer Rae and Natalya, they have their little uh, altercations going on. Now, I I said that she was... Summer Rae was coming off snobby. And I don't you, think you so. didn't think so. You you said that you thought Summer Rae was in the right. She like was she was coming off as apologize. in the right. She I don't think she was looking to apologize. I think she was looking to start shit. That that's not the way I saw it at all. I saw it as Summer Rae was starting shit by going to her house and not not understanding well, to, no, how to respect. Well, going to her house was a bit weird. I don't see that being yeah. a real thing anyway. I don't think I don't see any of but this being thing, a real like thing. But the whole thing, like her backstage trying to apologize, her backstage with uh, Bree trying to apologize. Yeah, but the way that she's apologizing is coming off as stupid, like in lack of respect. I don't buy it, man. I don't know. I mean, I, do you buy any of it being I legit? No, I don't know. I don't. Um. And then you have the Mattel action figures, or uh, as Summer Rae wants to call it, dolls, dolls. coming out. Matt uh, yelled at her for that. Yeah, Eva Marie. <laughs> she pulled a Brandon. Yeah, Eva Marie. They're action figures. They're not dolls. Who would you want to see uh, on the second the second half of season two? Well, who says there's going to be a second half? Who says they're going to divide it up? Right? Are we on season two right now? Yeah. Yeah. But the only reason why they divided it last time, I think, was because there weren't episodes yet. Oh, gotcha. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not positive. So, all right. So, who would you want to add to it? If you could I, add I one. I wouldn't add anyone. So, you wouldn't add any Divas to this Total Divas roster? I... I mean, not even like Emma? or No. I wouldn't. I don't care about seeing Emma. I mean, the only person I would add... I don't... Cause I wouldn't would... add Renee Young. Because I feel like that would... 
diminish her. I feel like it would take away from her. Yeah, I wouldn't add Renee Young either. I mean, the only person that would fit in is like Alicia Fox. But because she's been or been there for so long, she doesn't need that exposure of uh, Total Divas. But then again, none of these people really need. No. The only one, that if they were going to add somebody, I could see it being Alicia Fox. Do I want to see that? Absolutely freaking not. I do. I think she's gorgeous. Um, she's annoying. And she thinks she's funny and she's not. As we've seen on past episodes of Total Divas, yeah. she's pissed me off the most on Total Divas. Uh, if that pissed you off, she I'm surprised off that even are worse, you talking about the, even the, worse than Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jackson. Are you talking about the the natty pissing herself or shitting herself episode? It peed herself. I don't understand. So then, John how shot himself? So then, how are you? How did that piss you off? But Summer Rae, in the manner that she's been going about stuff, not piss you off. What are you talking about? How Alicia Fox, her jokes and everything were uh, piss you off. No but pun Summer, intended here. Yeah. But Summer Rae was making those snide comments to What's Natalia. Snide and I'm not listing them for you. No, because there aren't many. There are. Where she was just saying how they make her uh, action figure look, make her look better than she really is in real life. Because they do. And stuff no, like I'm that. Kidding. I mean. That's that's the way the script crumbles. Jeez. You, so, so on one half, it's not scripted. When you're talking about Alicia Fox, it's like legit no, her jokes that are not I think Alicia Fox is... And the she just stuff. looks so stupid. And Summer Rae doesn't? It, no, not that. I know Now I know what you're talking about with Alicia Fox. And uh, yeah, jokes. like you're confusing... Not that. Not like, that. Like you're confusing... There's other like, segments of Alicia Fox's stupid. But like, I, like you're confusing the part of like uh, what's scripted and not scripted. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody listen, a Kardashian in this everybody, Yeah, everybody listening to right... Us right now, we think it's all scripted for the most. I mean, I think it's all scripted. What about you? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I and think CM everything Punk is definitely coming back. WrestleMania. <laughs> I think so. Is Chris Benoit? I heard that's messed um, up. You too have soon. you that's have too soon. apologize. Um, no, seriously, apologize. I'm not even gonna, apologize. I'm not saying my apology. Apologize right no, now. No, it's too messed up. Just my apologize. Um, apologize. I mean, uh, I lost my train of thought. But let's go on to Monday Night Raw. Monday night. Let's start off with the middles. Okay. Um, <laughs> kick it off with how Raw kicked off with the Undertaker oh, okay. promo. That's, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Undertaker said something about swimming and something about taxes. Yeah. Um, it did absolutely nothing for me. The only thing it did for me was, I guess, be, think about IRS. That was it. Yeah. Brock! And Paul Heyman came out. I don't know why I did that. I apologize for that. Never yeah. apologize on your own show. I was about to say that. Paul spoke about and Brock teased as if he was going to run down to the ring. You really got to go into detail about this. We can't just get to the finish. Undertaker he got hit with the He was going to go run down to the ring. Then he didn't. Then he ran down. He hit Taker like David they said. Watched the it. They watched it. They watched They know. But we're the podcast that covers it. We're supposed to give them deets. Uh, we're just supposed to give them the deets. All right. Well, Brock Lesnar got hit uh, Hit uh, Undertaker with the F5. Which doesn't make him one look time. strong. Uh, he only that hit didn't it one do time. Anything. The terrible uh, segment was terrible. Undertaker sold it very well, though, with his struggling to stand up after that. But even <laughs> hitting it with one time. You're not going to convince me that the streak is going to yeah. be defeated that by one at five. Lesnar looked so stupid. That didn't do anything for that match for WrestleMania 30. Undertaker had to be put through a table or attacked with the chairs yeah. or hit with more than one F5. But then it goes back to what I said last week. How could you do that if Undertaker might not hold up? 
then he shouldn't be no in the ring. No offense to Undertaker. I don't then know. he shouldn't be in the ring if he can't hold up. How are you? I don't understand why you're on one knee to catch a ball. I don't understand. You're going to break your femur? What are you talking about? Don, whatever his name is, the baseball hitting coach catcher. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, People do. Yeah. Real sports fans know what I'm talking about. No, I know what you're talking about. You showed me the clip. <laughs> uh, Del Rio defeated Biggie Langston. This oh, was actually. What, was what is that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, it, it was actually a good match, but it just lacked the interest of me and Listen, I think the WWE universe and the crowd. Langston is shit and looks super shitty. I don't care if anybody. Keep, they Every week people tweet to us saying, oh, you're racist, you're this, you're that. That's not racist. Look at him. He's shitty. He's a terrible wrestler. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I I'll cough it up to me not being a fan of that uh, powerhouse style, Even where you're like pretty much your your move set is a gorilla press slam, which he a struggled. power slam. Yeah, he did. He struggled on that. He struggled big time with that. No um, pun intended. But I I'm gonna cough it up to that. I'm not a big fan of that uh, big powerhouse style, where especially out of a, someone that's not over six foot tall. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if I mean, you're under, absolutely. if you're under six foot tall, how am I gonna? I'm not gonna buy into all of your power moves as much as anybody he, else. Honestly, he just looks like that person who was bullied in high school that was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna be at our class reunion. I'm gonna bulk up. Yeah, let's play um, skipper. I mean, and yeah, but I guess it's a good thing for Alberto Del Rio as the fans got behind him. Uh, and the ending of the match was kind of exciting for me, uh, when Del Rio had Langston in the in the armbar, and then Langston slammed him off, and uh, then they went up to the top rope, and Del Rio pushed him, but it, like he held on, and kind of got caught in the turnbuckle and the ropes, and Langston did the I'm uh, not Langston Del Rio Del Rio did the double stomp to his chest and. Yeah. yeah, and then hit Langston with the super it was kick, good. Or the kick, whatever you call it. Uh, Summer Rae defeated Natalia. I was happy that Summer Rae had a theme song. Apparently, Brandon told me that she's had a theme song for a while. It's like a month or a month and a half. I don't know. Like I've, I, I don't. I don't recall her ever coming out to her own theme song. I think the ending was weak. Uh, yeah, I, I think... At least we get to see more Summer Rae. I think the hopefully. commentary, the raw commentary was very weak. Whereas even more weak than yeah. this match... Um, the play-by-play, you can't even call what they're doing play-by-play commentary. Um, if there's a wrestling match in the ring, you call it. Yeah, no, they don't call it. Uh, they These are like the words that they say, look at this. Oh, wow, little payback, cover on blank. Like they and I throw think in like spoiled. generic. I think it's, they're getting these big contracts, I bet. And they're commentating as if they're playing a video game. Or well, if let's be as on- if they're in the video game commentating. But let's be honest. They're getting the contracts because of they're, who they are and how uh, long they've been in the And business. also because they're getting paid to be actors. And they have Vince McMahon in their ear. And whoever else is Which in gorilla position in their ear telling them what to say. I don't know if it so, was this week or last week, but JBL said something and Michael Cole made fun of him. He goes, I didn't think of that to say or something like that. Yeah. I thought that was um, But the thing is, like, Vince McMahon is pretty much telling them everything to say. And they I don't have think this script. Vince McMahon is sitting in Jerry Lawler's ear saying, King, be creepy. Be creepy. More creepy, King. I'm be sure more creepy. not, but, but they have them talking in the ears. And I feel like Which I'm because sure of very that, difficult. I feel like that is diminishing a lot of the commentary that we used to have uh, for live events. Like back in the WWE, um, WWF too. How they had commentary teams where they didn't have the voice in the ear. 
And I feel like the how voice in the that, ear. Though? What? How do we know that they didn't have things in their ear? Uh, I would assume everything I, was on. Paper. I always wonder that shit because if you go back and watch oh. old clips of like people like Mean Gene, or uh, which it could just come down to them rehearsing it over and over again. People like Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Most of the times you'd see them mouthing words. Yeah, that's like the if thing. Hogan's speaking or whatever, you can kind of see Mean Gene mouthing the same words as Hogan is. Yeah, that's the so thing. It's like I think reading it or just going over and over and over again of the. But promos. I think that that entire the e- voice in the ear is taken a lot away because not you're not really going off of what you want to say. But what I'm saying is, how do you know it wasn't like that back then? I don't. But they switched over big time because now they don't even do the play by play commentary. Instead, Which is they so comment. Sad. Instead, they comment on each other. And they comment. They base it's like, hey, they base, you climbed the mountain. Yeah, they base and you're every the king of Memphis. They base every play by play comment. Uh, the play by play is of the commentary team itself yeah. and uh, of their interactions with each other, as opposed to what's going on in the ring. The only times they mention the stuff in the ring is when they do the oh wow, uh, big hit, big this, uh, vintage. Like they toss out just random generic terms. Um, here and there, they'll actually say an actual move, but besides that, it's generic. Yeah, and it's, it's like sad. Hurricanrana. I had a heart attack. Yeah, it's like it's, King almost died at ringside. It's it's just generic, and people it's are watching in Bermuda. Vintage. But what I don't get is this is what Vince McMahon wants. Makes no sense. I, I don't get why he sees in this um, at all. So Vince, sense. give me a call, buddy. Uh, I don't understand what you're thinking. Why do you want him to call you? So I could help him out with his uh, problem of commentary. Oh, I thought you were talking about his other problem. What's his other problem? What's that mean? I think you know. He has a problem opening his Snapple bottle? Sure. Los Matadores and Usos defeated Ryback and the Real Americans in a match. Uh, this match, I think, was too long for me. I actually love the fact that the crowd was into it. With yeah. the re- we the People versus the uh, Let's Go Usos chant. I mean, it had a lot of hot flying action to it. I thought the Jack Swagger boot looked awful. Um, and then we ended up seeing. Oh, we saw Los Matadores pick up the victory, the pin on Swagger, and they didn't even hook the leg. I that was a big pet peeve that pissed me off that they didn't hook the leg, and it was it sh- it was supposed to look like that uh, upset victory kind of like the Matadores well, he rolling would, up he, he swagger him into a a cradle that it didn't it kind of got away from him I think it started to loosen but then he tried to like look for that leg at the last second he was trying to look for the leg to wrap to hook it and he couldn't get it and I feel like by him not hooking that leg. It made Swagger look a little bit weak, especially because he wasn't struggling. Yeah, there was no. I'm always a fan of like if you're getting pinned, you do the Jeff Hardy getting pinned by Sting uh, struggle. So, but it was the uh, they they pulled off. I guess you'd say twin magic, even though they're not twins. Even though I guess yeah. they kind of are twins, but not twins. Um, they look the same, is what I'm saying. Yeah. They have the same attire, mask. On to the main event, we had Batista versus Randy Orton in a new DQ match. Uh, went to a no contest, I believe. Yeah. I think uh, the match itself, like, is just a laughable joke that that was almost going to be the WrestleMania main event. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Uh, Stephanie I think, and Triple H were on commentary. Yes, and that was the saving grace was when Randy Orton went for the Hangman DDT, and then all you hear is Triple H mid commentary, mid sentence, uh, start getting attacked by someone, and the cameras initially didn't even show the attack. They focused on Randy Orton in the ring. 
Well, I want to say, before the... we say that, I wanted to say that I think Stephanie was overselling everything on commentary. Oh, for sure. Sounded like shit. Um, but then they finally, the cameras go over to Triple H, and Daniel Bryan is on top of him, beating the crap out of him. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of this. The crowd loved it. Randy Orton tried to save Triple H, pull him off. Uh, did get the upper hand of Daniel Bryan for a little bit, but then Daniel Bryan, uh, I guess, what did he do? Hit him with the flying knee in the ring? Yeah. Uh, hit him with the flying knee. Then he nailed a suicide dive to the outside, nailing Triple H and just missing uh, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Triple H looks like he threw throw us uh, Stephanie McMahon out of the way. That was pretty cool. I thought this was a terrible ending to Raw. I thought it was good. And I then really, the kendo really stick attack. Care. I really didn't care for this. And this didn't make me care for WrestleMania. I thought that this was good, but I do question was, I do question the fact that they saved Daniel Bryan to the end of the show. Where was Batista? Batista, he got taken out. By what? Um, he got taken out. Oh, by Daniel Bryan? I think so, yeah. Oh. Um, I'm trying to remember. Either he got taken out by Daniel Bryan or he got taken out by Randy Orton. Uh, when Randy Orton went back into the ring. Uh, with Daniel Bryan. I don't remember, but during that little altercation, he got taken out, then Orton got taken out. So kind of left Daniel Bryan with Triple H. Um, yeah. Well, I, I thought it was a good... I didn't think it was good at all. I think that the overall, the uh, lead into WrestleMania was a fail as a overall. Yeah. Um, as a go-home show, this was a good way to end it, but... For you, at least. It was for the fact that it got Daniel Bryan over. Which is the only way that you could really go into this after belittling him and not even having him on Raw t- television for the past uh, week or two. Yeah. Uh, which was a huge bad move. Huge bad decision on WWE's behalf uh, going into the WrestleMania. Now moving on to the bads. Uh, there was an authority promo about how Triple H beat so many big-name superstars. Um yeah, he put over Fandango, but like he put down the fans because they've stopped Fandangoing. He's supposed to put down the fans, though. That's his job. But it's like, eh, it was like a, I don't know. I didn't like the whole promo in itself. Like, yeah. oh, look, I, I mean, I, I understand yeah. completely why it happened, but just being someone that's not like. Triple H um, has to put down the fans as much as he can going into WrestleMania. Like, this, to, it wasn't believable, is what, I, is what I'm trying to. Say. So me, what's the difference believable. with this promo and the other authority promos? Meaning what? Uh, believability. believability. Well, believable believability. as in like, oh, I beat, I beat Mick Foley, I beat Booker T, I beat RVD, I beat Jeff Hardy, or whatever, whatever he had in there. It's like, I, it's not. I don't care about that. I know because they've gotten one ups on you too, as well. I'm sure. But there's other fans out there that are younger than you that don't exactly, know. and that's why I understand why they yeah. have um, stuff like that. Also in the bads, Naomi defeating AJ in a Lumberjill match. Uh, this match was pretty much... It should have been a WrestleMania match. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I really hope Naomi gets that uh, that spot at WrestleMania yeah, with the shine. Well, she better get the championship. I mean, this yeah. match is going to be a clusterfuck. I don't understand. Um, and I think the match on Raw was pointless and dull. Yeah. Uh, pretty much uh, T- Tamina stepping up to protect AJ, which was kind of surprising. Yeah, and then ended up uh, getting beat down by uh, for it. I got a nice drop kick by Naomi though. 
There was a front drop kick that she did at one point during the match. I thought that looked very nice. Also, uh, commentary, Michael Cole. It's Naomi, not Naomi. Yes, I learned and that, dude. So do you. It's Mila Kunis, not Mila Kunis. Like, why are you bringing that up anyway? Me or him? Him. Yeah. Why are you bringing that anyway? If if there's a match going on, stop name dropping. Yes, we know Vince has a hard on for that stuff, but not every wrestling fan cares. Call the freaking match, you asshole. Get Renee Young on commentary already. Call yeah. the fucking match. Yeah. I'm Rant. Go right ahead. I am very happy that NXT <laughs> has all these people. Yes, I know that I said uh, Alex Riley, I don't care for on commentary. You know what? I do care for him on commentary if it's to replace Lawler, Cole, or JBL. Okay, sure. Cole is a future Hall of Famer for what he's done with the company. So is JBL. So is... Uh, already Lawler <laughs> but even still it's time to replace the old out with the old in with the new yeah, get you know, Alex Riley get even you have Albert uh doing commentary now and he's doing a great job doing it on NXT when he does he's been doing a great job with the uh pre-shows he has the veteran um the veteran mindset to do the commentary he's very well spoken same thing with Renee Young minus the veteran mindset very well spoken can speak about the Divas division in a first-hand uh, uh, perspective as not opposed... Really, well, not really first-hand. I mean, I don't I know see, if she's ever had a match. I don't think so. She's not a trained wrestler. But, but even still, you get a perspective of think. a woman, uh, which is something that we've never had on WWE television. No, we've had that. We just haven't had it as good. <laughs> yeah. But but not as a weekly uh, right, commentator. exactly, exactly. And I think Renee Young, I think it's about time. We have... So many equal rights and equal opportunities for everyone out there. Yet the one thing that the WWE has never done is had a female commentator. And it's like it's not like it's not like we see wrestlers from the like 30, 40 years ago still in positions where they were back then. We're not seeing somebody like Jerry Lawler as WWE champion. Sure, sometimes we've seen that. Sometimes we've seen Ric Flair go up for the WWE championship in recent history. But it's time to get rid of that. It's time it's, to move on. It's time with younger talent. You're, why is there younger talent? It's to build the future. Why are you going to build the future and then let it just sit there? It's very. I find it at times very awkward to see people in the same age range or uh, wrestling uh, era range in different uh, uh, classes. Like some of them will be retired and doing indie shows. Some will be at home doing their own side projects. And others will also be trying to get back on WWE television. Like, I I would be perfectly fine if Marty Jannetty came back to WWE and wrestled. I, I would, to, like... Just as something, like, to help younger talent get over. I wouldn't at all, because it wouldn't Why? help a talent get over, because Marty yes, Jannetty would, doesn't have anything but to it, his credit besides the Rockets. It has nothing, it does have nothing to do with his past. It has something to do with his ability to wrestle a good match. Nobody's gonna give a shit. Yes, they, yes, they would. No, I don't think a younger fan would give a shit if some new if, wrestler defeated Marty Jannetty. I don't think a younger fan would know. Uh, would, it's about putting on good matches, good solid matches that can get somebody over. I don't think they would care. Do you want A younger kid wants to see a match of people that they know. They don't know Marty Jannetty. That isn't true. Marty Jannetty is a nobody. Marty Jannetty is a nobody in the current day. That's, that's incorrect. All right, moving on. Um, you had, where are we at? Uh, Piper's Pit. Piper's Pit. Talking about people that should be, uh, moving on a little bit. 
I normally like Piper's Pit. I'm a huge Roddy Piper fan, but this was just a stupid fucking clusterfuck, I think, for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I think it was one of those inevitable... Uh, I thought it was completely stupid. It, it was unavoidable. unavoidable. It had to happen, though. Um, hey, we saw Zack Ryder out there, though. Yeah. I guess that could guarantee that we are going to see like, him at WrestleMania. But what's more stupid is, oh, let's have some of the guys come out. Well, yes, I think that they could have had everyone come out besides those. Uh, oh, the last four—they have four spots. Right. We spoke. Yeah, we because spoke Brad about that. Maddox Brad Maddox. Himself. Brad Maddox. Brad uh, Maddox announced before Raw on the. Ad, yes, Brad Maddox. The, I think on the pre-show he announced. Yeah, pre-show. So we have three spots left. I'm still saying that one goes to RVD. One goes to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw. <laughs> and for his Royal Rumble Battle Royal past. And plus, because he's a name, say, a Hall of Famer, everything. And Who's then, really over when he wrestles? That's the thing. He's very over. And then you have a third wrestler to be named. I'm still hoping for Evan Bourne. It's not Sting. It's not. I'm Get still over. hoping it's for Evan Bourne. I. Why have they kept him off television for so long? I have no idea. Oh no, I know who the third one is. It's not Jericho. Rusev. Oh. Alexander Rusev. He's why gonna, do you know that's him? I have a feeling it's going to be RVD, Rusev, and Duggan. So we'll, we shall see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Piper's Pit inevitable. Brandon didn't like it. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, Piper but, had not that I care, but Piper had his lines on his hands again. Yeah, I noticed. He's that. been doing that a lot. That's kind of sad that he used to be one of the best promo cutters, and now he has to write well, his lines not, on his hand. It's not lines though. It's like it's. The, yeah, the points that he wants to touch. Everybody. But, I mean, even comedians. They're like the funniest yeah, comedians. Yeah, but back then, point. he didn't have to do that. Is it age getting know? Is it age getting to How him? How do you know? Because he didn't see it on his hand. But where where was it? I don't know. Piper's Pit was where? Was it filmed in front of fans? I don't know. I don't recall that. Sometimes it was Like if you fans. look at that snooker thing, there's no fans there. That's backstage. But even, even still, I think that... I don't know. It's, it doesn't have the same... Um, of course it does Effect as how it used to. A Piper's Pit, when I hear a Piper's Pit is about to go on, I put it on the same level as Miz TV. You put it there. I do. <laughs> I, I honestly do. I don't think that it's going to be anything, because it won't be anything more. But Piper, that's not true. If Piper, you, the listen, only reason, one of my favorite Piper picks. Okay, Piper's but you're Pit. talking about the past. But it's common, like no. it's not that far in the in the past, dude. You're talking about the past, though. How current much day, in the past, though? Current day, 2010, Piper, 2011, or whatever current, it was with dude. with John Cena and Wade Barrett, I think it was, or Randy Orton. Dude, current day, Piper is only going there to promote someone, another wrestler, and that is it. He's not there for anything more. He's not to but get. That's it. what he always was there for in recent history. Yeah, but it's not anything spectacular. It's not. It's on the. To me, it's on the same level as Miss TV. It's on the same level as. It's not even on the same level as. Actually, no. It is on the same level as all those other bullcrap things segments too. Really. Yes. Really. Uh, we got the goods. Let's move on to the goods. Goldust and Cody Rhodes defeated Fandango and Damian Sandow, or as I like to say, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be calling them Fandow. And I really wish that they won. And I wouldn't be opposed to seeing them tag up in the future again. I really... I'm like everyone else. I At WrestleMania, I feel we're going to see Goldust and Rhodes 
see that feud. Like, what's it going to lead to? Extreme fire? You go about extreme, extreme rules? rules? Yeah, yeah. It melted there for a second. Yeah, no, <laughs> why not? I think an extreme rules match between two brothers is. I think that has a little bit of draw to it. Now you're talking about brothers that are actually related, not brothers. Yeah, brothers that are <laughs> actually related, not brothers or hey. cut. Or cousins. Me and Macho Man wrestle, brother. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's going to end up happening. Uh, uh, we have Bray Wyatt defeating R Truth. Yeah, surprisingly, R Truth had some offense here. I didn't care for this match at all. Xavier Woods got taken out big time. Yeah, and um, uh, after the match, the lights were out, or lights were down, I guess, and there was a spotlight on the Wyatts in the ring. And a fourth person walked up wearing that lamb mask and a jumpsuit. Um, pause. I am not an idiot. Unpause. The uh, Wyatts in the ring, they were confused. I don't know if you want to elaborate on what you thought. I thought that I wasn't on. All right. I gave up on Raw again. Uh, I did flashback. Did you know? Yeah. Like, you're I think, not stupid. No. I mean, plus I did like I did watch it on delay, so I it, obviously if it was something else, I would have heard about it by then. Yeah. So um, the Wyatts they were confused, but John Cena unmasked. But it was a good, it was a great segment. He though. hit Eric Rowan with the attitude adjustment. Uh, he went to hit Bray with that, but and then, Bray wiggled yeah. out. The Wyatts ran off. They stayed on the ramp, whatever. Uh, but this for me, that was a phenomenal. In ring segment. I thought it was a great way that John Cena got his own little mind games in there against yeah. the Wyatt family, which I think is something it was kind of like I don't. Know, it's kind of dull in the same sense of where wow, it's happening one week before the show. I don't know if it if it's dull, uh, but uh, well, it's in my opinion. It is. I think <laughs> it's a very smart decision to have it the week before. So this, like, this is a good setup for the match yes, the week before. Exactly. Undertaker Brock Lesnar is Terrible. not a good setup for the week before. I think that Daniel Bryan thing was stupid too. I think that should have happened earlier. But this, this is how it should be. This was absolutely perfect. This showed I that they, this showed that John Cena is on the same level as Bray Wyatt when it comes to the mind games. Yeah, and honestly, this is the match that I'm most looking forward to seeing at WrestleMania, and I hope this match steals the show at WrestleMania. And I hope this elevates Bray Wyatt's career to the to the next left level. I I hope that I am on the same page as you, and I have so much hope in this match, just for the fact that I want to see all these fans on Twitter blow up. John Cena sucks. He is awful. He has five moves, and then I want to see him and Bray Wyatt go out there and steal the fucking show. I want to see them put on a match for the ages. I want him to put Bray Wyatt over. And I want all those other fans that hate John Cena to shut the fuck up, recognize what he's doing, respect the man, respect the business, and enjoy the show. Yeah, and if you don't respect the authority, I don't know. I, uh, I thought you had a follow-up. I was going to do a boss man promo, but then forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's going to be, I hope, the match of the night. And that, I really, and and I really what's hope, disappointing... I really hope Ray wins. What's disappointing is... They can't. They will put on one of the best matches, and it's still John Cena still won't it's get the still, recognition. But it's and, but and yeah, it's still gonna be. That's let's the thing. Go Cena. Cena sucks. That's the thing. He still won't get the recognition of uh, being a good wrestler and for helping uh, 
push other wrestlers that are younger than him and less uh, experienced with WWE-wise. I mean, we hear stories and we don't know for sure. But, but that's also knows? one side of the stories. We never actually hear the... John yeah, well, Cena's side of the story. What the fuck is John Cena going to say? John's not going to go on TV and say, exactly, yeah, I because, don't like him. Exactly, because, him. because he's too smart to. Why would he go out there to defend himself instead of defending himself? It, completely yeah. ignore it. Yeah, he'll make a wish. Ignore it. Dude, ignore it, and you're still you, nobody knows your side of the story. It's still right. perfect. Um, and it's I think it's very intelligent. Speaking of very intelligent, Kane had a match. Uh, he defeated Roman Reigns by DQ. I was enjoying this match. Uh, the New Age Outlaws came out to distract Reigns, but got beat down by the Shield. And then the Shield went on to go into the ring and actually beat Kane. That's where the DQ came from. And the Outlaws dragged Kane out before anything else could happen. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that sets up for their match. It's not really the best setup, but it's still a setup. Yeah. That continues to their match. Some of the setups are very rushed at moments. But I feel um, like the like Jason alluded to earlier in this in this uh, when he asked question or commented, I really think WrestleMania didn't have as much hype as it could have had, and I think it should have it should have been bigger and it should have been I, better. You know, and it I, shouldn't have been as rushed, and it shouldn't have been as long and drawn out. It, it needs to be that perfect timing of a thing. They needed more publicity out there. They needed to fo- They needed to focus a lot less on WWE Network and more on WrestleMania itself. Um, I feel like they had a lot of creative working on re- WWE Network, how to promote that. I do think that bringing in Hulk Hogan was very smart for it, um, but I still think that they could have done a little bit more. Yeah. Um, um, let's move. You well, want to go into predictions? Now let's just talk about the WWE Hall of Fame real fast. Oh yeah. Um, it's. I don't know if it's odd or whatever, but. Uh, I mean, normally I think we have who's inducting who. Uh, by now at least. Yeah. I know for the most part, we do. Uh, the Hall of Fame is going to be taking place. I. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be taking place on April fifth. Yeah, the day before WrestleMania. At the Smoothie King Center. Uh, Which is where the WWE Raw is going to be the following day. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Lawler, I guess, last week said, this is our list so far. So that led me to believe that there's going to be somebody else inducted. And I told you it wasn't. I'll go fuck (laughs) myself because Jerry Lawler gives misinformation. But Um, the inductees include Ultimate Warrior, who will be... uh, who will be getting inducted by Linda McMahon? I think that this is an odd pairing, well, but I, I think it's I, I also still feel a, like that's a mind game thing. Yeah, I kind of think here. it's like a like, like fuck you said, you, Vince. I'll do this if your fucking trashy wife does this. Yeah, like that. I, I do. I not can that see, I think Linda McMahon's trashy or anything. I just I can see it being one of those things like you that's put a warrior you thoughts. you insulted me so much on this DVD. Yeah. I want you to actually induct me, and you give me that. Uh, what do they get? The ring or whatever. Yeah. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts is being inducted by Diamond Dallas Page, which is uh, very fitting considering that Diamond Dallas Page is the man, the angel that uh, got that saved Jake the Snake Roberts' life in Razor Ramon, uh, Scott Hall. Yeah, um, Lita will be inducted by Trish, which is very fitting. I know Trish was inducted last year by Stephanie McMahon, which was, I guess, also fitting. Um, um, Carlos. No. Carlos Colon will be inducted by his son, Carlito, 
uh, Primo and their cousin Epico. Uh, Paul Bearer is going to be inducted by Unknown. Yeah, nobody uh, knows who. Like, who do we see? Undertaker, Foley, Kane, Taker. I'm going Undertaker. It's like it's that's like a weird one, man. By who? We, I don't know. Does Undertaker? That's what I'm we going had Undertaker. The, we had that discussion once before. Does Undertaker show up before? I don't know. Yeah, why wouldn't he? He's he's been he, at the Hall of Fames before. No. Really? He's never. I don't think he's ever been in Hall of Fame. I would go with Undertaker. That's like one of those weird ones, man. I mean, it's not like we haven't seen Undertaker in a suit before. But it's like I don't know. It's just one of those things that they always keep him so like so sheltered away, so in character. Ca- I'm I'm K- going K- Undertaker. Whatever. I mean, I could very well see it be Foley. I, I would know. like to see it be Undertaker, just with the I'm, connection that they've had in the past. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Undertaker. Uh, you also have Mr. T being inducted by we don't know yet. How's it? It's got to be Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, there has to be Hogan. Which is going to be cool to see Hogan and Warrior on the same stage. Yeah. Well. Uh, and then Razor Ramon's going to be inducted. I assume, if not Kevin Nash, if not Shawn Michaels. Maybe one, two, three, kid or Sean Waltman. Yeah, I have to agree with you on all three of those uh, predictions. I, I mean, if DDP wasn't doing Roberts already, I would say DDP. But with those, either someone, a member of the clique, um, not just incredible. Yeah, minus just incredible. Uh, I could see it being one of them. Yeah, and it's so it's so it's such a happy moment to see Scott Hall and well Razor Ramon and Roberts being inducted in the Hall of Fame. And in the condition that they are in. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I was going through our Facebook pages and Roberts and DDP were picking up Razor Ramon from the airport and he was in a wheelchair. I wonder if Razor Ramon would do what Jesse Ventura did and have his son induct him. Oh, that's true. Have Cody Hall uh, induct him. I wonder if he would have that just to get him some exposure. I think so. Even though I don't really see that, I, I still feel like... Hall would be one of those guys to have one of the boys, quote unquote, to do it just so I could see more and if, stories. And if stuff. not, I could see Cody Hall accompanying HBK or someone else. I could definitely see Cody Hall up there now. I, it has it. to be. It has to be Diesel inducting. But I could see Cody Hall up there with him, so this way know. he could get the shout out. I mean, you're gonna see Cody Hall on camera regardless. Or, no, or he'll be like, "Hey yo, my son Cody," and that's one. What? Hey, one. Hey yo. No, oh, I said, regardless, that's, that's two. two. Um, I thought you were counting my hey yo's <laughs> since when. But uh, I guess now moving on to the big event, WrestleMania 30. Yeah, it's time for some predictions. Our, yes, predictions. Kicking it off with the pre-show, the fucking seven-hour pre-show. WrestleMania is oh, like yeah. 25 hours this year. Uh, we have the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, the champions, taking on Los Matadores, the Real Americans, and Rye Baxel in a fatal four-way tag team WWE Championship match. I'm going the Usos. I am, How could you not? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Usos as well. Um, I, I mean, set, I, it's tough not to choose Real Americans, but I'm going to go with the Usos. It's funny how, like, Los Montadores kids are like, oh, my God, there's Epico, Carlino, and Primo. And it's like the next night, it's, oh, my God, it's Diego and Fernando. It's like, well, they know it's them. Yeah. <laughs> um, you um, also have, have the Shield. Yeah, the Shield. Taking on Kane and New Age Outlaws. I'm going to go with The Shield. Really? Yeah. Oh, why is that? Um, I'm going with The Shield for the fact that I think that they are going to remain united until they get past Kane and uh, New Age Outlaws. Okay. I'm going to go with The Shield then. Too. And then, and then and have, have a, a, and then have a breakup 
uh, upcoming. It's interesting. For the longest time, we've been saying, oh, they're going to split. Maybe there'll be a three-way match at WrestleMania. Re- recently, they've been united on yeah. the same uh, front. I mean, in the ring, you can even see, uh, in the past, you've had Dean Ambrose interrupt Roman Reigns' matches as kind of like, a, and Reigns react, like, what are you doing? I was going to win. Yeah. But this past week, we saw them do that. And they all were united. They were like, F the match. Let's beat the hell out of Kane. Yeah. So I can see them uh, together. So you're going with Shield, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to have the Vicky Guerrero Divas Championship Invitational. Uh, um, this is a tough one. We have Oksana, Alicia Fox, the Bella Twins, Layla, uh, the Funkadactyls, Emma, Eva Marie, Natalia, Rosa Mendez, Summer Rae, Tamina Snuka, and of course... The uh, Divas Champion, AJ. And if you didn't hear David say Layla. Layla yeah, Layla. Also. I have to say Naomi. If it's not AJ, it's Naomi. It has to be. I'm going to go a little controversy. Oh, shoot some burgers. You have uh, to pick Naomi, dude. I really want to, but I also don't want the same picks as you. Nah, dude, leaning, just go, go with what you want. I'm leaning towards don't Tamina or Summer Rae. Why Summer Rae? Because I think that it would build a lot on Total Divas. That would give them a lot to uh, build upon, uh, storyline-wise. Um, I'm going to go with Summer Rae. I'm going to maintain that pick. Uh, we got the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I'm going to go I? with... Should I? Who are you going to go with? No, should I name everyone? No. Uh, I'm going to stick... I'm going to say Fandango. Really? I, yeah. All I right. Mean, no, I, don't, I don't know. Should I say it? Should I say him? Why not? I'm going with Summer Rae. Wait, cool. is Fandango in this anymore? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're going with Fandango? Like, who do I really want to see win? Ziggler, but who I want to also I see wanna, win is Fandango. I want to see win Ryder. I mean... I, obviously <laughs> Zack Ryder too, yeah. but realistically who I would like to see... The smart, not that I see any of these the smart, The smart winning. choices to win would be... It's not Big Show. Stop saying no, Big Show. Fandango, It better Ziggler. not be Biggie Langston as a smart choice to win. Um... I'm going with Rusev. Not He's announced not in the yet. Match. Go with somebody that's in the match. I'm going with Rusev. Mark an asterisk. You can get a credit for Rusev if he's okay. in the match. So then I'll uh, if go he with wins someone. the match. Go with somebody in the match though. All so right. Far. Um, currently announced because the last time that happened, just to make mention, I'll go with was Royal Rumble and we were both fucked yeah, right? because Daniel Bryan wasn't in it. All right, then I'm gonna go with the Miz. The Miz currently has an undefeated streak going at WrestleMania. No, he doesn't though. He fucking lost. When? On a pre-show. It doesn't. It's not WrestleMania. That's horseshit. He's undefeated. They don't, they don't count shit. it. They don't count That's it. That's bull crap. So does uh, Fandango. He's undefeated as well. <laughs> I'm going... All right. Uh, John Cena versus the, uh, Bray Wyatt with the Wyatt family. I'm going Bray Wyatt. I'm saying Bray Wyatt as well. Bray and Bray. We also have Undertaker taking on Brock Lesnar. I hate doing that, boys. I'm going with actually Brock. No. I'm just kidding. I'm going okay. <laughs> what are you gonna say? No. I was gonna say no shit. Um, Daniel Bryan Wait, versus Triple H. I'm going. Oh, I'm going Undertaker. Sorry, thought it was obvious. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, where the winner of this match gets the third spot in the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Triple Threat Match. Which I will reiterate right now. I still kind of see somehow where this ends in a known contest or something. Where Triple H screws Daniel Bryan and it gets turned into Hogan coming out, turning it into a fatal four-way. I'm going with Triple H. All right, I'm going with Daniel Bryan. 
It's nice that we have a few more than one different pick on this. Um, and now on to the main event. Randy Orton defending his championship against Batista and to be determined. Um, I'm going with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Daniel Bryan? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, How amazing would that be if I was right? Triple H wins and then Daniel Bryan goes on to win that? You know, I, I, they should have Bryan win. But how don't, much could we... Don't get other people's thoughts into your head, though. I can't help it because how much could I trust WWE booking, though? I mean... A six-month blow-off with Batista? I, I he, he came I back for Batista a reason. Becoming a WWE champion. He came back for a reason, World though. Heavyweight champion. Um, oh, shoot. I'm going with berries. You're not going to say that. I was about to. Don't you say that every single week? I was about to shoot some berries. Well, I don't even understand where that comes from. I don't know either. Um, I it's just so I don't curse. I guess I'm going to go with Batista. Unbelievable. I know. Disgust me. I'm going to go with Batista. Just now, to, uh, now we're gonna. Oh, let me just. Um, well, let's write down points of who we think we're, is gonna be there. Legends and everything. All right. Well, before we even move right, on, I hope that answered. I'm just joking, uh, by the way. Okay. Uh, JP uh, at underscore JP underscore Rich. I th- hope that that last one answered his question. He wanted to know our prediction for who we wanted to win the triple threat and why. So we definitely wanted to detail why. Uh, thank you for your question. Um. All right. So what did you want to do now? Bring it home? Let's bring it on home. David, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Once again, uh, every uh, good amount of you promoted us during Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. And we... You should have said no, not now, not now. <laughs> wrong, wrong part. Yeah, um, yeah I should have said that, but... Now? Now? Um, yeah, but thank you everyone for promoting us during Monday Night Raw to your uh, followers. Um, so go, um, we're going to promote you. So go follow at, I'm going to promote you. I am go follow at team awesome 418, who I promote on a weekly basis because they have the best Facebook group out there. And I have so much, uh, facebook.com slash team awesome, uh, 418. I have so much fun, uh, conversing with all of their, uh, members of the group. Because they are very intelligent. Sure, some of them I don't agree with their opinions too much. <laughs> but that's but life. Exactly. That's, that's the, what everybody says. Pro wrestling is very objective. And I still respect that. And I still enjoy hearing why people think that way. Yeah, whether you're riding high in April or let me shot down in May. <laughs> um, go follow Craig at Craig underscore holding. Justin at awesome256. Be mine to be. At NYWC underscore sign guy. Dave the heel again. Um, may, and then also go follow at Frob Bedrickson. And at Mania Crawl. Just to let you guys know, there is a bar crawl going on WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania Day uh, on the 6th. It's going to start at 11 a.m. at Pat O'Brien's. If you want to go join them, uh, just go sign up. You can go check out, uh, go email maniacrawl at yahoo.com. They're going to go to Spirits, The Beach, Razoo, Champion Square, and as I said, 11 a.m., Pat O'Brien's. You'll be amongst uh, many pro wrestling fans, and it should be a lot of fun. Just be safe. And that's in New Orleans? Yep, and just be safe. Don't drink and drive. No fighting. Eat a lot lot of beignets. 
Um, don't get sick. That I can't. I can assume eating a lot of fried dough makes people sick. Probably. Also, it, it if you're doing if you plan on doing so much WrestleMania weekend, plan it out because it could get very tiring. And make sure you eat the right amount of food and drink the right of fluids that you need to. I don't know if it's hot in yeah. the, in, in Louisiana at this time. Yeah, stay hydrated. Just take care of yourself. Have it just be very well planned out. And make yeah, eat proper meals, balanced meals, whatever. Say your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother. Which kind of sounds shitty. Yeah, whatever, um, dude. <laughs> All right, and then also happy birthday to Joshua Lastman. Uh, go follow him at Van Dam Breaks You D A M M E Breaks You. Um, he is one of our friends of the podcast, and he does improv. He was he's an actor. He was in the movie Ted, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, you could go check him out at the I O West. He was part of Manverse Improv. Go give him a follow. Well deserving, huge wrestling fan. At Van Dam Breaks You. Also, last shameless plug goes to Big Time Wrestling. Uh, they're going to be putting on an event on April 11th in Wontaw, New York. At 6 p.m., uh, doors open for the autograph signing. 8 p.m. live show. It's going to take place at the Jonas Salk Mill School. You're going to be seeing Matt Hardy, Mick Foley, Jake the Snake Roberts, and The Patriot, amongst many more. Uh, go check out btwpro.com. And that's Big Time Wrestling in Wontaw, New York. Um, before we go any further, I have kind of a fourth shameless plug. I know, I know. I know, Brandon hates it, but I gotta do this. That's right, Brandon. Uh, April Fools was a while ago. Well, yesterday. Let me cut you off. Let me what? cut you off. Let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. I'm not stupid. You left a lot of loopholes. Okay. I'm not a fucking idiot. Well, let me you just add in. You left a lot in. of loopholes. I'm not a moron. Let me add in. Uh, I was from the start B2TG. Um, Seriously? Yes. See, from so the start. Mercy. From the start, I was the B2TG. Uh, I had a lot of fun. That's so doing stupid. It. How do you have time to do that? I had a lot of fun Are with you it. Seriously, that was you. Yeah, you it, I was the only person doing it. And who knew? Honestly, not many. Who knew? At first, it, I didn't even tell anybody. Who knew? I kept it quiet for a long time, and then I told Brad. And then I told when you started asking me questions, I told Brad so this way he could start tweeting out a little bit from the account um, when I'm hanging out with you. And then I told Chris. I think Dan may have knew, uh, known, but that's it. Nobody else. So, yeah, B2TG was all me. Um, well, that, that's not what I was talking about. Which one was you talking about? <laughs> which one was you talking about? <laughs> you what you more, talking about? Do you have more to say? Um, No, April Fool's. It, it was not funny. really. I was going to tell you, this started like two years ago, too. It started, I was going to tell you April Fool's last year. During the summer of 2012. Yeah, I was going to tell you. that much time. I was going to tell you last uh, April Fool's, but I didn't. We were going to use the Who audio was the clip. fake David account? You. No, it wasn't. Oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> so there we go. There's a mystery. I still think that that was you. I swear to God, it wasn't me. I still I think that was you. I swear to God, it was not that I don't me. care. I mean, I don't care. I swear to God, it I wasn't. thought it was funny. I was kind of hoping that they would stay on Twitter longer. I reported it right away. Yeah, aka Brandon deleted. No, the, I swear to God, it wasn't me. I swear to God, it was um, not me. But yeah, 
So good times. Let them roll. I was talking about your WrestleMania party. WrestleMania party? Yeah. Oh. I'm not like a moron. Uh, we had you going for a little bit. No, you didn't. Uh, not at all. They sent the not little... Not at all. Sent, I saw. I know. They sent IM clips of what you said. Not at all was I... I don't know. You know you saw Mike. what Mike sent saying, I feel like this is an April Oh, yeah. Fool's. No, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. But then I saw you talking to Dan and... Uh, yeah, but there were signs here and there. You had loopholes. I'm not a stupid idiot. But uh, you might have earned yourself an anti-shout-out for next week. Yes! <laughs> I've been trying to get one for so long. Talking about anti-shout-outs, do you have any shout-outs this week? Listen to Brandon's shout-outs, because when there are shout-outs, <laughs> there's honey. I want to give the first shout-out to How I Met Your Mother. Um... I'm not going to talk about any of the episodes as I don't want to ruin it for others if they didn't have a chance to watch it yet. But for the past nine years, I invested many Mondays in that show and I just wanted to say thank you. It's honestly, truly, in my opinion, the greatest show of our generation. I don't understand how so many uh, How I Met Your Mother fans could be disappointed with this episode. I was Up fine next, with it. an anti-shout-out going to the weather from Monday. What? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want people, because I don't want spoilers at all. Well, there's no spoilers. Anything. I don't want it. I don't want people upset or anything listening to this and be like, those motherfuckers. Well, you just gave it all away. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that Ted ends up fucking his mother. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So yeah, so an anti shout out to Monday's Monday morning's weather. It snowed. It uh, then it rained. Then it was bright, sunny, and hot. And uh, if you were out in the uh, shade, it was freezing cold, like I was at City Field. I was freezing. Uh, I, I wish I wasn't shivering the whole time, but yeah. I'm happy and I, I wish the Mets go. won. It was a fun thing, an opening day. I love opening day. It's a great yeah. thing. You get to hear some bats hitting balls. Weird thing to say. And uh, my last shout-out is also an anti-shout-out. And it goes to Dave from Marking Out. Because I heard he was going to say that he was the fake Brandon. I'm just fucking with you. That was terrible. Uh, it's going to the city card pre-sales. What have we said about your acting skills? Yeah. Apparently they're kind of good to some people, but not really on the podcast. Apparently on some radio shows, though. Well, I guess I'm not really, because I guess Mike Francesa, as you guys heard earlier, opened the show. Right, clearly, let's, because clearly, you're, let's be realistic. You're not going to go back and edit... This talk about Francesca. No. Clearly, Darren, Darren from Massapequa was Brandon from Marking Out. Yeah, as you just heard, anyways, <laughs> Brandon went to opening day and he called into the Mike Francesca show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, what made I, you I do was, that? Well, Brad was on the phone talking. I was doing my Francesca impression, which I thought was good. But uh, then I guess the excitement on air. And the trying to hold back laughter because Brad was up front hysterically laughing. It just got turned into, ah, my uh, kettle corn and uh, this and yeah, that. Yeah, you sound like Ray Romano. Well, Ray Romano, that is my, kind of like my, 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 my princess. Uh, Chris Payne does it better. Oh, no, yeah, I have to. I don't know. You can't, I can't just do it on the spot like that. But 
Brad called in to actually yell at fans because they were shitting on Curtis Granderson because how could Curtis Granderson, we have him, blah, blah, blah. He's not, he didn't do anything for the team, but it's like one game, so. Why is Brad arguing that? Granderson's not going to do much. He's a high know. strikeout guy. Whatever. He's going to have Whatever. over 190 this is a strikeouts. professional wrestling podcast. And you're talking I'm bringing, about opening day. And I'm bringing it back and to myself. It was about my experience oh, at opening okay. Day. Welcome to the Brandon podcast where it's all about Brandon. Yes. Please proceed. And I was, we were joking around. I was like, yo, let me speak. I want to speak. And I knew if I spoke up when Brad was actually on the radio with Francesa, he would have been pissed off at me. So I didn't. And uh, we called back and I was on. I wanted to speak about my day at City Field. You guys heard the call. Fuck you, Mike Francesa. You piss everybody off. And apparently this isn't the first phone call either. We're going to have uh, this is going to no, be a repetitive uh, segment where Brandon calls in Francesa. Uh, with different uh, impressions of himself. I'm not going to call back. But the last shout-out, anti-shout-out, as you heard, City Card pre-sales. Um, I personally, I don't understand why every event seems to be a City Card pre-sale these days. Uh, what happened to the American Express ones? I know they're still out there, but they're not many. And uh, why don't Live Nation and uh, Ticketmaster pre-sales, like the internet pre-sales, go on sale at the same time as these city card pre-sales? I think it's ridiculous. Why do they just because, oh, I have a city card, I'm going to have first dibs at everything? That doesn't make sense. Well, that's the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And now, I guess, before we close out this special, not really special, but this WrestleMania Go Home show of marking out, it's time for our... That's right, it's our mock-out moment of the week. And it's going to be brought to you by David. You want to go ahead? Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mark-out moment of the week. As I was driving, I switched over to the As radio. I was driving. Switched over to the radio station. Yeah, I thought you were going to like every other. Continue to sing Say, This yeah. Land Is Your Land. Yeah. To the tune of... You talking about the Pretty much. That's what I was expecting. Uh, yeah, no, I switched over to a station and Cult of Personality was playing. Um, I surprisingly marked out for this. Um, I wasn't really expecting to mark out for it. I made me question whether or not I would mark if CM Punk came back. I guess it would depend on how he did, but it makes me question uh, my fandom. How did the event, how did the account come to an end? How did uh, the B2TG account Oh, we're back end? to this? Yes. You, I'm very curious. What do you mean? Did I do anything or did you delete it? I deleted it. Seriously? Yeah. So I got nothing accomplished. No. Motherfucker. Yeah. No, so Twitter I, could fuck itself big time here. Yeah, no, I deleted it. Um, deactivated it. There were threats. There was threats of hacking. There were threats of illegal activities. And Twitter did absolutely jack fucking shit. When was there it. ever that threat? There was no threat of yeah, there was, there was thre- of uh, illegal of activities. Hacking. Hacking's an illegal activity. Where was there any hacking? There obviously there was. You said there was something in there about oh, I'm really good at hacking. When I mentioned that all these pictures were from Facebook and not Twitter. Yeah, um, that was fun though. Uh, that's yeah. gotta be pointless I got that's the, pathetic I man. got to tweet Justin Bieber if that's fun I got to tweet life, uh, Taylor Swift it was fun that's pathetic it was good times 
Um, but and as it. you said earlier in the show, let those good times roll. On to WrestleMania. Have great time. Um, follow us on Twitter at Mark and Al. Follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Follow Dave on Twitter at Dave Who Cares underscore MO. Not uh, B2TG161. I feel impelled what? to say Dave the Rave underscore MO. Dave the Rave You're underscore welcome. MO. You could go ahead and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. You could find us on iTunes. You could find us on Stitcher Radio. I'm sure you could still find us on SoundCloud. I wouldn't recommend uh, it. They're not updated. You may yeah. be able to listen to the Big O interview on there, the Zack Ryder interview, the Judah Friedlander interview. You I don't could think probably, so. I don't, I don't think know. So. You could probably still find some goodies on the SoundCloud. I think there's only two. I don't know. I think there's only two. But, but go listen to them. You go may laugh. on to YouTube, find us, watch old videos. There might be one, a new one. Whoa, Diamond Club. Um, no, and that's pretty much it, right? Not related to that, but uh, yeah. And we, we wish, wish you, you the best of luck in your future, future endeavors. endeavors.